Hello and welcome to the Crew Fitness UK podcast channel hosted by myself, Hayley Chatterton, online personal trainer and weight loss specialist. This is a place where I can talk to you about health and well-being, mum life and how we can live our healthiest and happiest lives. This is a chance where I can debunk some myths, chat to guests online and get into the real nitty gritty subjects that some personal trainers do not wish to discuss. So sit back, relax, or enjoy getting your 10,000 steps in. Welcome back to the channel. So, yes, I'm getting a bit more regular with podcasts again. Woohoo! I'm doing it slightly different this time. I've chucked on my AirPods and I'm just walking around the house um, and just going to have a chat with you guys and um, just a bit more of a relaxed feel I feel when I do podcasts this way. Um, but today I want to talk about, um, I've talked about this before, it's about gym anxiety and stuff like that, but I just want to talk to it those of you who are starting a fitness journey, whether it's you're completely new to exercise or it's you're returning to exercise after a prolonged period of time off and just kind of giving you the top tips of, you know, where to get going and how to start up again, because I get it. It's very daunting. It's very scary. And it's very much like, oh my God, what am I going to do? How am I going to, you know, how am I going to, um, get to where I want to in terms of my long-term goal, whether that's weight loss or get stronger or just want to feel fitter. You've got all of those options. Um, so first things first is you need to establish the reason you are going back to exercise or the reason you're eating well again and realizing, is it for aesthetic reasons or is it more for overall well-being and what do I mean by that as well as being physically fit but also mentally and also emotionally those are also key elements I am a firm believer that if you start up with a personal trainer a gym um, someone helping you with like a health coach or something if you're literally going into that just to look different I can guarantee you will not be happy it's a start and it is so much as like, um, you know, a little bit of motivation to get you going. But I feel that's not going to actually achieve pure happiness at the end of the day. You've got to establish that you are taking care of yourself and improving your health and well-being for many different reasons. For you to feel good, feel confident, feel energized um, and find balance in life and understanding what is a good relationship with food and with your body. OK, so. If you're starting this up and it's very much you feel at a loss, so it's very much like, oh my God, you know, how am I going to, you know, what, where, where do I start when I walk into that gym? What are my top tips for you guys who are new to the gym? Firstly, go and chat to the people on reception, okay? They're employed because they're friendly and they're supposed to be helpful and they do things like inductions and they'll have lots of information about that fitness center in order for you to basically be a customer of theirs. 
if you're not happy there, then they're not doing their job, are they? At the end of the day, because you're going to then um, end your membership and stuff, and it then affects their salaries. So go and have a chat with people on reception. Go and have a chat with the personal trainers or the fitness instructors that work there. And what sort of things can you ask them? Firstly, about inductions. They should be giving you an induction when you join anyway to make sure you're familiarized with all the equipment. Secondly, ask them, you know, if you've got an exercise that you want to achieve or learn, ask one of the um, PTs or ask an instructor. Could you just go over, for example, what a conventional deadlift is, please? Could you show me how to do it? And then just give me some top tips and then I'll try and do it myself. That's a really good way to do it um, and really help sort of boost your confidence in that sense. The other thing that people get really scared of when starting up at gyms is most people are put off going in busy gyms. Even those who are experienced in the gym, we don't like going to busy gyms because it means everything's overcrowded, you can't get on equipment, um, and you feel like you're going to get peacocks in there. That's <laughs> the best way I can put it. But if you're really, really nervous and you don't know what to do, then all I would say is speak to the people in reception and say, what are the quiet times? When's the best time for new beginners to come in for one, to be shown all the equipment and how to do certain exercises so they can spend a bit more time on you and two, to help you settle in a little bit better. So don't be afraid to ask them these things. That's what they're there for. They can help you with all of those. They're there to make you feel comfortable and enjoy being in that gym environment. And I found that when I started up sort of my fitness journey before I was a PT, um, I used to go during like mid, like early afternoons or mid morning, um, because in my area in particular, those were the quiet times. And that was the time that I knew I could go on equipment. It was my time to get familiarized with new things to me um, and get, just get the flow and get the feel for things. And it massively, massively impacted my sessions and it made me find a love for the gym. So that was really, really important for me. And it paid off because then other times I did have to go to the gym where it would have been like peak times and stuff. I didn't feel so scared or overwhelmed. I was just like, yeah, I can do this. This is actually pretty good. Um, and I just found that I just boosted that confidence. And this is like me talking about 10 years ago when I was doing that. So it, it was a fair while ago. Um, but in terms of like from a PT's perspective, for a PT to say that for 10 years ago, that's that just shows like how junior I still am as a, doc a, a doctor, as a PT in this industry. Um, so yeah, that's my top tips if you're scared of that. Now, the other thing is, is... Um, is there's no harm in investing in a personal trainer for a while. Why do I say this? They're gonna teach you what is gonna help you build muscle, increase fitness, um, and optimal performance perspective. So they're going to be able to tell you what's gonna be right and wrong for you. They're gonna help put together programs for you in order for you to see you progress and do better. So I definitely recommend that. Um, if you are very new to the gym, I personally would recommend that you do go and do some face-to-face -face stuff first. It is more money in terms of what you get from online coaching. But if you say did 
the first couple of months or even just the first few sessions with a personal trainer who is watching over everything and taking care of you, watching your form, making sure that you are not losing your form and all that kind of stuff, you're then going to have that confidence that then you could go to a personal trainer that is based online. And because then the benefits of then having an online coach is that they can write bespoke programs that go around your lifestyle. So some people go by like with me, for example, because I have crew fitness, which is obviously predominantly for those who work in aviation. But I also have people who work in NHS, the police, all kinds of things where they they work very unusual hours, long hours. So I've learned how to adapt programs to go with that. There are other PTs that specialize in many other various sort of professions in life. Um, there are some that will say that they are um, they specialize in training mums as well. That's another big thing. Some people find that they like to go towards so particularly women like to, and um, uh, some a few men sometimes um, like to approach female personal tra trainers because they feel comfortable with them. For men, the majority of them feel comfortable going to a male to train with. So what's great if you say are oh, new, or even if you are returning after a very long time off from training and you see a personal trainer for a little while, you build that confidence in that and say like you do follow someone on Instagram, TikTok or whatever, but and you really like their vibe and you would love to be a part of their tribe, their team, whatever it is they call it, and you want them to coach you, because you have done that time with another trainer first, just to get the basics, you're more likely then to do incredibly well with that online coach because you've built those foundations first. You've built that basic knowledge and understanding. And then the online coaching can then, they can do things like teach you about macros if you want to know about it, micronutrients, they can teach you about how how you can achieve things like your protein targets, your calorie targets, um, all kinds of things. So that's where <laughs> I probably sound like I'm being biased, like go to online coaching because I'm an online coach, but I do train women one-to-one -one as well. So I'm just gonna put that out there. I'm not just online, okay? <laughs> so, and the women that I do one-to-one -one is because it suits their lifestyle. So at the end of the day, you, you are going to benefit from having a coach um, to help you with that accountability and building up your fitness and strength and stuff like that. But you also have to decide what is your budget and um, yeah, just what is your budget? How are you going to be able to afford all of this? And you know, oh, where are you going to benefit most from spending this money? Would you benefit from a one-to-one -one or would you benefit from following a structured online program? everyone's different okay so that's the thing so that's another part of when you write like your fitness goals or your goals if you want to get a coach to help you learn and develop and get better that's another part of your goals that you have to kind of really sit down and put together the pros and cons of which one that you pick of which is going to suit you so for example where i train cabin crew and flight crew um they normally come to me after they've been with other personal trainers. Now, there's nothing wrong with the other personal trainers, but they found that they 
lacked in understanding in terms of the types of shifts that they worked, the fact that they would then be awake for up to 30 hours at a time, the fact that they could work seven day blocks, all this kind of stuff. There was the lack of empathy and understanding from that perspective because they just, they'd never done that lifestyle. So that's the other thing is picking a coach for you that is going to understand and get your life and they're going to help you find that structure. Now, coaches, like I say, are incredibly useful resource for you. But also, I really want to elaborate on the fact that they can't do everything for you. At the end of the day, they give you the tools, we give you the tools to make the change. But you're the one that's going to have to implement the effort and the work. And that's where you're going to see the results. So I write all these programs for people, yet if they don't follow them, they're never, ever going to notice any changes in their physique, in their, you know, how much they're lifting, all kinds of things. So it all comes down to yourself at the end of the day that you're the one that's going to have to make that effort. But I'm also a firm believer that if you are paying out that monthly payment or weekly payment or whatever, you're more likely to be motivated to stick to the program because you've invested a fair amount of your money in that. And because where you then make that effort because you have invested heavily into this, and it's not even just the fact that you've invested in the coach, you start to invest in like buying gym clothes, trainers, equipment, you invest a lot of money, you're more likely going to stick to it for some time until maybe you feel like you've grasped it and you can take it away on your own and do it yourself. So this is the thing you have to think about. So what to do if you're not going to do that and you just want to get the feel for um, the gym first of all before you think about investing in a coach. So what I would say with that is what I normally see and what I've had in the past with people is I'll go, okay, cool. So you've joined a gym. So tell me a bit about what you do. A high majority of them always say they walk in, they see that it's really busy in the weight section. So they go straight over to the cardio equipment and just hide away on a um, treadmill or a cross trainer. And they stay there for about 45 minutes and then go home. They're terrified. And I get it. It's scary. You see people in there that look like they know what they're doing. And if it's all new to you, you're going to feel like the idiot. They think everyone's going to be looking at you. Not the case at all. So I've just had a recent new joiner in the last week. And what I love with her is that she has joined a gym, which is predominantly for bodybuilders. Okay. So not much cardio equipment there. It's all to do with resistance training. And it's a lot of people who are training for competitions and stuff. The reason she joined that gym was because she knew these people don't give a shit that you're there. They're there focusing big time on themselves. So if you're going into a gym and you're absolutely terrified and you see people in there that look amazing, they're ridiculously toned, they look good in the mirror. I'm telling you now, they're not looking around at anyone else. They are looking at themselves They're there for themselves. They're there to better themselves, okay? The nicest way I could put it is they could not give two shits that you're there. 
they really couldn't care. If anything, they are so wrapped up in listening to their music, they're thinking about their next set. If I have ever looked over at a girl in the gym, it's normally because I'm like, oh, I love her leggings, or her hair looks lush. Why can't mine look like that? Oh yeah, I've got kids. My hair's never gonna look that good. That sort of stuff. Normally people are being self-critical to themselves because this is the other thing, is where you think someone's staring at you when in the gym, they're normally thinking something very complimentary for you. I can guarantee it now. They'll be saying all kinds of, even if it's say like you go in for the first time and you're overweight, they're gonna think, do you know what? Good on them. They've come, they've joined the gym, they're doing something for themselves. And that's the thing, a high majority of us gym goers, when we see someone new, we have the utmost respect for them. When I, gosh, it was over two years ago, I was doing a really big circuit for myself. I wanted to do a big cardio session um, before I went home and I was proper in the zone. I was doing it where I had the um, rower, I had a kettlebell, I was doing burpees, I was all over the place. I was proper puffed out. And when I'm puffed out, I have a really bad resting bitch face. I can't help it. However, I had uh, a friend of mine who I didn't know her at the time. She came up to me and she just said, can I ask you something? You look like you know what you're doing. Please, could you help me? Just teach me a few things to help. And we just got talking and, um, well, yeah, she found out, obviously, that I'm a personal trainer. And I've been training her now for over two years. Or it's just coming up to two years in May. And we've also become really good friends. But because she made that initial sort of just coming up and being friendly, yeah, I was friendly back, okay? So if you're ever stuck as well in the gym and you're really worried about something, or you want to know if someone's nearly, you know, or using a piece of equipment or is nearly done on something, you can just smile and say, I'm so sorry. Like obviously don't do it in the middle of their set, but just say, hi, how's it going? Can I ask you something pretty please? And just, you know, just be genuinely really nice and friendly. I can guarantee they will be really lovely to you back. The only time someone is gonna get fucking nasty with you is if you went up to them mid set and went, yo, are you nearly done with that? That's gonna get someone's back up, obviously. So. Never be afraid to go up to people. I've made so many friends at my local gym over the last couple of years. And it's like a fitness family when I walk in there now. I say hello to everyone. I've got so many random friends. And where I can't go to the gym for six weeks, I have to admit, it feels really sad not seeing them all. But I know when I go back at the end of April, I know it's going to be like a big like, hi walking around talking to so many different people and it's going to be so nice um so please feel like don't feel afraid of these people it's a community in gyms and i'm loving the fact that recently over the last couple of years particularly after covid now the the gym has become a much friendlier environment it's become a place where a lot of friendships are made all of those. Now that goes on quite nicely. So my other idea for you, if you are new to fitness and you're just terrified, go to a class, try fitness classes. 
They are designed for all abilities, pretty much all of them, unless they specify advanced on them for something like, for example, an advanced spinning session. But a vast majority are for literally anyone to join. And the instructors will show you the easy options, or sorry, the easy options, the beginner options, sorry, and the intermediate and the hard. They will show you those. I think they're a great way to make friends, get to know people. So one of the things that I noticed um, uh, at the gym recently, before obviously it went on maternity, was that there was a lot of women doing a particular body pump class every time that I was checking Harrison into the crash. And where they were going in, they were all regularly going there, dropping their kids off at the crash, and then they were doing a really good workout together. And then they'd go and grab a coffee together afterwards. Now that's another thing I love about the leisure center that I go to with the big gym, is that they've got cafes. And that's where loads of mums then get together and stuff, and it's really nice. So classes can be a really good way for people just to get to know each other. Trust me, everyone's feeling like puffed out, like death, aching everywhere, but you're feeling pumped and that you've all accomplished something together. No one's comparing, particularly in classes, because they're too busy trying to keep up with the instructor, to be quite honest. So there's never judgment okay and even if you say like i joined what was it a yoga class years ago and she would like you know that the, i remember when i was new there and the instructor would say well hello i i've never seen you before are you new to trying out yoga i said yeah i have no idea what i'm doing but this is the reason i'm here i want to improve my flexibility and my core stability and she was like no problem welcome to the class and then she would do like a really friendly introduction that wasn't like a very much like a spotlight on you, but it was just a very general greeting. And all the others that were in the class were like, oh, let me grab you a mat. Let me show you where this is. That's what it's like in class environments. Don't be afraid to do things like that. And also when it comes to like group things, um, if you say like did decide to have an online coach to follow a program uh, to see results, um, what I would say is great about that is quite a lot of online coaches like to arrange team events or group events and stuff like that, where you can meet others in that group. It's a great way to make friends. Um, for example, I am going to be sorting out um, a big mountain hiking event for my team later this year. Um, I've decided, oh my God, I just burped on my podcast. What the hell? <laughs> sorry. Um, I have decided that it would be a great time later this year before the proper autumn sets in that we did a big hike together and then did a meal together or something. Awesome. I obviously will do photo shoots as well again but I want to make sure that it's also inclusive to other people. So this is the other thing with online coaching is that you could join, if you like this coach, you like this style of coach, nine times out of 10, all the other clientele in that group are gonna be just like you, okay? They're gonna have similar personality traits to you, similar likes, probably very similar lifestyle, very likely a similar lifestyle. Really worth it. So I hope this has helped you kind of 
have a think about all that in terms of how to kind of kickstart your fitness journey um, from a beginner's perspective. Now, if you are returning to exercise after having children, um, so after you've had a baby, so I'm a great example right now where my core is shot to pieces because I've had a cesarean. So I will be having to go to the absolute back to basics to get back to what I was originally. That's going to take a really long time. And I am very aware it's probably going to take me at least two years to get to back to what I was before falling pregnant with Zach. And that's fine. So what am I going to do and what could be helpful in terms of what to teach you new or mummies or ones that are having multiple babies? Firstly, congratulations. <laughs> Secondly, what would I recommend first? So no matter what, from once your baby is out, work on your pelvic floor, strength and health. That is something you can start imminently after having your baby. You can start working on those pelvic floor exercises from the word go and your breathing exercises with that. Then, depending whether you've had a cesarean or whatever or a vaginal birth, you'll then be able to start things like Pilates and yoga. Now, this is where it's a really good idea to look up or join classes that are for um, postnatal women, okay? Plenty of them all dotted around the country and I'm sure globally. So that's something that I will be doing. The other thing that I plan to do is um, go to a physiotherapist that specializes in postnatal care, okay? So I will be looking at, I think, um, the mummy MOT. They are known for helping women with things like, for me, having a C-section, teaching me how to massage my scarring and how to engage my abdominals correctly again and making sure I've got a very strong pelvic floor. Then once I've you know, accomplished that, I can then go on to much harder exercises and building up my strength once more, starting up things like cardio again, doing some HIIT training, all kinds of things. So that's the other thing that I will be doing to help build that up. Then when you do go into, like I said, the harder exercises like resistance training, start light, okay? So yes, before I gave birth to Zach, or sorry, before I had Zach, um, I was deadlifting 80 kilos. No way in hell am I gonna be doing that for a very long time again. It's likely it will be towards the end of this year now or the beginning of next year. I'm very, I'm very aware that my core muscles have been sliced open and it's not gonna happen. But what I can do is when I can start weight training again is I go light, okay? And I mean very light. I'll be going to like probably a quarter of what I was lifting before. I'll also be increasing my step target, sorry, step count again in order to get there. So it's all about gradual pace. It's not a sprint, it is a marathon, particularly after having children. The same goes if you've had surgery, okay? You need to have rehabilitation work 
before you build up strength and endurance again. If you miss out the first element, you are likely going to get injured again. So please think about those sort of things. Right, I'm going to leave it at that because I feel like Zach is going to wake up any minute now from a nap after me walking around the house talking to you guys with my AirPods on. Um, hopefully it's come out nice and clear. Um, but thank you so much for listening. If you ever have ideas of what you'd like me to talk about in a podcast, I'd really appreciate that. Um, you can either message me on either of my Instagram accounts. You've got Mrs. Underscore Chatterton or you've got Crew Fitness UK. Thanks so much for listening and speak to you soon.